The Provincial Championships uh, kickstart tomorrow, of course, at Kim Grange. It is race seven on the card for the Polytrack Provincial Midway Championship. And uh, it's uh, going to be a beauty. Michael Craig is joining us now. He's the racing manager from the uh, the track down there in the, the gong. G'day, Michael. Yeah, good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm very good, mate. This is a great race. You've got up for grabs tomorrow, $150,000 and a great field as well. Yes, mate. Well, let's see... Um like it's the first year of the provincial and midway qualifiers that are being run on Thursdays. And, yeah, it's given us a capacity field this year and of 16 plus three emergencies. How is uh, the track? Did, did, did you cop much rain last night? We got a 90-odd mil at Randwick. We dodged a bit of a bullet. We'd had nine mils earlier in the week, but we received an extra 24 overnight. And we came up with a rating this morning of a soft six. Perfect. So what's the schedule like today or what's the forecast today? Uh, well, the forecast last night was that the rain was going to taper off a little bit, but it didn't look like that this morning when I left the course. So, fingers crossed, um, we don't get plenty more rain and uh, and the track ends up staying in that soft range tomorrow. You had an incredible uh, season last season, didn't you, for Kim LaGrange trainers, of course. We know, obviously, what Kerry Parker achieved, but uh, that must have given you a great thrill considering that, uh, you know, during that uh, period where we had all that wet weather the course proper was not really being able to be used as much as it was and that poly track really came into a its own oh that's for sure we've got um you know people like Teresa bait up and joe eibel as well and kerry parker who's you know really had the benefit of the poly track with his um team of horses and robin luke price um not to uh, leave out paul murray as well so We've got a core of about half a dozen trainers now who've all got good teams in work and, you know, they're, they're ably supported by the rest of the Kembla trainers. Exactly. All right, well, mate, if people are keen to go tomorrow to the track, how can they get involved? Okay, uh, there'll be trains coming direct to the course. It'll be free entry. Uh, we opened up a midweek initiative about three or four years ago where we made it free entry for anyone on a midweek and we opened up the members bar to everyone. Uh, we don't have a huge crowd on a midweek meeting, but, you know, it, it creates a good atmosphere and, um, you know, generally they are pretty well supported, especially on the Thursday mornings. They certainly will be. I hope they get a good crowd there tomorrow. Thanks for coming on, Michael. Thanks, Dave. Michael Craig there, the racing manager for Kembla Grange. And this uh, race tomorrow, it's uh, race seven on the card. Brad Widdop, he's got uh, an interesting runner going around in uh, Fearson. And it's first up after that good win, or those good two wins, and that second in the last preparation. Brad now joins us. G'day, Brad. Hello, Brad. Hey, mate. Good to talk to you, mate. Uh, you've got an opportunity at this uh, Kembla meeting, of course, with this uh, Polytrack Midway Championship uh, race with Pearson uh, or Pearson. You've drawn awkward, though. Yeah, it's the same old story. Um, <laughs> now, look, what have you done? Have you have, have you run over a cat or something? What's going on? Uh, I'm very good at upsetting people, but I don't try too hard. <laughs> uh, I never forget Richard Friedman. He said, "There's something wrong with that computer in there. There's something wrong with that computer." Have you thought about getting in there and and just getting an inquiry? Um, won't help me. <laughs> won't help me. <laughs> I asked J-Mac this morning, is, uh, is he superstitious? Are you superstitious? 
What's James got to be superstitious? He's going to ride five on the Saturday or something. Mate, he said he said he's got a special whip. He only uses on certain occasions. He has. Uh, he also, if he ride, doesn't ride a winner with a new set of goggles, he throws them in the bin. It's unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. We well, wouldn't buy any too many goggles, <laughs> would he? <laughs> he would. He's still got the same pair. Yeah. How is this Exosphere horse going, mate? You picked it up from Matty Dale. Uh, you had a great prep last time out. You. Obviously, ran second on Hawkesbury, but then you went bang bang, and no doubt this was part of the plan to, to get to him into this series. Yeah, look, it's a it's a great series for the provincial trainers. They made it a little bit harder for the midway people in, but anyway, we won't go there. But yeah, look, you know these type of horses, we're definitely got to aim that way. The prize money's excellent, and um, you know I think he deserves a, a crack at it for sure. Uh, how's he going at home? No, he's going great. Um, you know, he's not a heavy horse by um, any imagination. Just uh, he's had the one trial, trial really well, and um, yeah, look, he, he's ready to go. Um, I, I'll sort of wait to um, overnight to see what happens with scratchings and all those sort of things. Uh, a bit frustrating the draw, but you know, I could wait another week and the same thing happened and. He does like a bit of cut in the ground, which um, you'd imagine the track um, only early in the week, I suppose. But, you know, uh, at least there's been a good bit of rain on it and um, you'd imagine have a little bit of cut in it by Saturday still. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Now, so... With this uh, provincial championship, you can have a few rolls of the dice here, don't you? Like, if you don't get him in here, you can go elsewhere, can't you? Yeah, that's right. Like, once you... Once you're in, I think that's it. They um, don't give you a second bite. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, there's other opportunities for him. So I'm mindful of that. Um, but like I said, you know, we you, you can't keep scratching and drawing bad. you still got to roll the dice at some stage. Okay. Um, what about some of the other runners you'll take to Kembla? Um, we won't have to go through them all, but Mosca Luna and Osbred Bluebird, are they, um, are they in their right well, races? Uh, look, Osbury Bluebird is now, I think, getting third up out to 2,000. Um, she should be just about right. She she likes a bit of cutting the ground. So, um, it's a, look, it's, it's a nice enough race. A um, bit of opposition there, so um, no walk in the park for her grade. But, um, look, I think she should be more than competitive. Moscolin is only likely to race. Draw them well. Um, She'll definitely go around, hopefully. Her run was actually quite good the other day, and um, I think it was a bit of... Um, we, had to, we had to sort of go back from the draw. I think written a bit more positive tomorrow. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she runs up to a last race. She should run, be able to run a, a very competitive race. Now, you've got an interesting runner in tomorrow at um, Canberra. Um Sorry, not Cam. Well, we, possibly Canberra or possibly Canterbury. Uh, this Sutar. Now, yeah, well, he's, um, yeah. Where will he go? Um, look, I haven't had a good look at it yet. I spoke to Betty this morning. Um, he's did the same, so we'll we'll probably think about it overnight. But probably lean towards Canterbury at this stage. Um, um, but look, we probably won't know more for the next. 24 hours, but uh, look, he's a nice cold. He's had a couple of trials now. 
Um, his second trial was really good behind um, uh, the Godolphin horse. Um, uh, look, uh, yeah, cylinder. That's why. That, that's yeah. where I spotted it because that cylinder, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Just spot them all, don't yeah. You? Oh, uh, just spot it. Can stop them all. Don't worry about that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Yep. But, um, yeah. Look, he's he's had he's had uh, a couple of nice trials. He's he's bought out Easter last year, so he's a nice horse. And um, look, he's probably not a, a you know a, a two year old as such, but. Um, Look, he's fitting well, and and um, we we're very happy with his trial the other day. And I think if he brings that to the races, he can definitely perform well. Is he? And I was thinking here, and I, you and Benny are better judge than me. Is he a black opal horse? Well, look, he could be. Um, you know, I, I sort of stuck him in that race um, as an option. Um, Obviously, the trip down and to have a run at Canberra would be good. But, you know, the safer thing is probably just to, you know, go an hour up the road and run him there and, Mm. you know, hopefully he can perform well there and we'll go from there. All right, we're chatting with Brad Whittup this morning. Brad, just on um, Osbred Rising Sun, you're going down to Melbourne. Willow to ride? Yeah, I got him in Friday night and Saturday, but I think we'll... um, I think we'll travel to Melbourne. Uh, I think the trip away are doing good. Um, you know, got Craig. Obviously, he's a bonus and he's drawn well. So, um, yeah, I think it's this. Look, we can always go back to Canterbury any time of year. Um, these sort of races are only as their three-year-olds. So, um, and it gives us an option. We can, if he performs well there, we can probably have a crack at the. Um, uh, Rose Hill Guineas in three weeks, you know, so it gives us a bit of time to get over the trip and um, things like that. So, yeah, look, I, I think it'll do him a world of good, a trip away, and we've worked him a couple of times. Melbourne Way seems to handle it. Um, yeah, so look, I think I think he'll definitely go down tonight and we'll, we'll have a crack. Okay, perfect. I like that, uh, Brad. So there's a, another one we've had a look at. Is he on a derby path? Well, look, yeah, you know, it's easy to say he is, but um, he's only lightly raced, and he's still got a um, still got a bit to go as far as racing smarts. But um, look, he, he can't do much more than what he's done, and I think we'll know more once we um, run him on Saturday where we're at. You know, you must have a wrap on him though. Like, I mean, I know you got to have those noms in for guineas and all that sort of stuff because they stitch you up and make you do it. 28,000 years in advance, but you wouldn't go and pay the two, 300 just for nothing. So he's obviously, he's got above above average ability. Well, look, you know, I think you you um, hit the nail on the head. We uh, live in hope and die in despair with these mm. sort of things. You have to do it, um, you know, and you try to keep it low-key. You don't want sort of owners getting excited that you're doing these sort of things, but you're forced to do it. But it, look, he's... He, he, he's one horse that you could say that it's probably um, he's a chance of getting there for sure. Um, the right Steve by the right stallion. He's yeah. doing You know he's going the right way, and um, you know it, just just how the calendar's fall with his preparation. I haven't been able to get him. You know where you could sort of run in the other races. I just had to get him going, sort of thing, and try and win a couple of races to get him so you can get him in these races. So, um, 
yeah, we're just playing a little bit of catch up, but um, he can't do any more than what he's doing. Um, there's a question for you, and maybe you want to answer it or you don't want to, but do you think they need to look at that for the future, these noms? Like, I know we need them in the system to to have them for maybe betting and whatnot, but, um, you know, do you feel like they should be not as far away from races? It makes it very hard. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, look, some I've heard some of the big organisations are prepared to pay the late entry because they're, they're virtually saving saving the you know the money by not doing the nomination. So it's a it's a catch twenty two. If you don't do it, you don't get in. And, yeah. Uh, look, I, I do find it a bit frustrating, but um, I'll never win that battle. No, and I say that because I've been involved in horses where. You get the nominations and you go, oh, here we go. It hurts when you've got to pay late entry, I tell you, and it's happened to me. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, and there's no remorse. You know, no. They, mm. um, ice bath, how's the mare going? Uh, yeah, we're just treading water at the moment. Uh, didn't accept for the weekend. No. Uh, we had to pull ashore for, um, it's just not as good as I'd like. Um so, look, we're just uh, sitting and waiting, really, do as much as we can. And um, Why did you have to pull the shoe off her? What, 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 what happened? Well, we're just going to just, yeah, we just got a little bit of a, a um, spot on the foot. And, um, yep. yeah, it's just, uh, so, I'd say an abscess is brewing, but. Um, so, for people, yeah. for people that don't understand horses or don't understand, so that would be like, uh, say, a footballer. Roll, like what would you sort of compare it to? Like rolled it, rolled an ankle, or just sort of? Oh no, it's more just uh, you know uh, these things happen, and um, she hasn't got the best of feet. We've been for a couple of years. We've been sort of juggling those things. All like all horses, a lot of racing. They you know these things start to, but they um, yeah they can just get get an abscess to develop in the foot, and um, it's as soon as they break, it's like a massive relief, but. Um, yeah, geez, it makes them sore. It's just got nowhere to go. The what, foot, they, is it like a know, pimple or something, or what? What is it yeah, like? 100%, a, yeah, it, um, yeah, basically like a blister. Bustle. No, more like a bust, like a pimple, really. But it doesn't form that way. It's more, you know, because it's such a hard the feet are so hard. It's sort of got to work its way out to a to a opening somewhere. It's normally along the coronet band. Yeah. Or, or break. And how do you get them? Like, how do, is it just something they just get, or is it because they've Stood in water. Like, how, how does one get it? Get it, or you just can't can't predict it. Can't predict it. Look, it's a few different things, but um, you know, uh, it's one of a number of things that, that can happen. With just their feet are, are very important, and um, they're very hard to manage as well. So, you know, we've got got very good farriers these days. They're like everything. Everyone's sort of smarter with, with all the technology and all that, um, and um, they know what they're doing, so but just you know, these unfortunately these things happen. All right, uh, chatting with uh, Brad Widdett. Well, Brad, that, that whilst that's not great news for the moment, you never know; these things could be a blessing in disguise. You'll give them more opportunity. Um, she should still be right though for those uh, big championship races. You'd feel. Well, hopefully, look. Yeah. Um, look at the end of the day, um, she can't do any more for us, and you know the main thing I just want to get it right and. That she's comfortable. Um, we'll worry about racing after that. And um, great bunch of owners, and they're fully aware of what's going on. And you know, it's just a, a waiting game at the moment. But um, look, 
ideally I would have liked to come to a bit of a head before now and it's getting a bit frustrating. All right, mate, thanks for coming on. Let's hope you can get some tonic tomorrow when Fearson just blows him away with Preble in the saddle and he's up in the iron saluting like he's won the last Happy Valley. Yeah, I don't know if you'll do that, but, um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great if, you know, we've got a sort of few horses headed towards um, that race. So, you know, I've been waiting, it's been able to get a bit of a team around me of older horses that I can target these races. And we've got, you know, we've got like the Poacher, Short Shorts, Cross the Rubicon, um, and maybe a couple others that, you know, and obviously Fearson that we, we're aiming towards uh, the final and, See if we can take Chris Lee's on a bit this year. Not just have the charity Chris Lee's event every year. So we'll see how we go. <laughs> the K Lee's, the K Lee's yeah. championships. Now well, yeah. I tell you what, you've got some nice horses. So mate, good luck and thanks for coming on, mate. Right, mate. Thanks a lot. Champion Brad Whitup joining us. Let's go to Sarah Ryan, who joins us now. Of course, Sarah has a runner tomorrow in this provincial midway uh, championship race. It's uh, so good, so cool. Hello, Sarah. Hey, how you going? Very good, mate. Uh, as Brad Whittup just said, we're going to try and beat the Chris Lee's uh, charity race here because he has won it the last couple of years, Chris. And do you think this horse you've got can be in the final at Randwick? Um, I, I certainly do. I think he... Uh, I mean, there's. I have a slight question mark about the 1400, but we'll figure that out tomorrow. But if he's in the championship, he will be as competitive as them all. How's he been going at home? Because his uh, Warwick Farm run was really good. He has come back in a stronger horse than last prep. Um, he's bigger, he's carrying more muscle on him, and he's carrying more condition. So Beautiful. And, and obviously the instructions to Jenny, let him find his feet, rip down the outside? Yeah, yeah pretty much. He, he's not a horse that you hassle to start. You just let him switch off, get him, get him comfortable, and then you just let him fly. Um, I like the form around him too with a bit of cut out of the ground because they cop rain there last night not a hot day tomorrow so Kimbler will probably be in that soft range tomorrow if they, if they get rain tonight they'll be in the heavy range he's one on the heavy and he's also performed well on soft tracks yeah no he loves um he loves a little bit of cut out of the ground he's got he has pretty soft joints so a little bit of give and he just can find that other gear yeah you also take uh, iconic icon down there yeah, yeah, he he's a bit of a work in progress that horse. Um, I just have to to teach him how to how to race. He just does a lot of things wrong. So tomorrow will be a learning experience for him. Now on Saturday, just looking at your noms, Prince Invincible. Um, you've got Tyler Schiller drawn eighteen, but he's a wizard, Tyler. He's riding well. He certainly is, and he knows the horse well. He rode him quite well last prep for me, um, and then his first run this prep, he just wasn't fit enough for. The, the midway was very like a very, very quick midway. A thousand metres first up, so he should be ready to strike on Saturday. And what about uh, much, much better for Brock Ryan, who goes around, who, geez, he just puts in an honest race. He was good on the expressway. He was good the other day up on speed. He, he is. He's certainly, he's a tough horse. He's always better fresh, so I always have a question mark as we've come a little bit deeper into his prep. But this will probably be his last run in this prep, so okay. we'll put it all on the table. Good luck tomorrow with So Good, So Cool. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sarah. Sarah Ryan joining us as we look at the Provincial uh, Midway Championship race tomorrow there at Kembla Grange. Our next guest will be Lee Curtis, who joins us on the phone. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Dave. You've got Byron going around tomorrow, mate. Uh, Jay Ford, gate 12, and 
He's got to carry the 57 and a half, but uh, I think he's well in this race. Yeah, he's, he's very consistent. I mean, he hasn't had much luck, luck with the gates. And, and you know, even in, you know, he hasn't had much luck in, in, in the races. You know, he's been taken on and all that sort of thing. He's a horse that sort of likes to get up handy and uh, speed hasn't suited him. But even when he's been beaten, his, the margins have been quite small. So, you know, he's a very consistent sort of guy and he'll run a good race for sure. Um, so he's been working well at home since that run in the midway? Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's um, he's been up a while, so we haven't, you know, we haven't done much with him. Just kept him ticking over. But he was uh, a nice gallop on Saturday, and um, again yesterday morning, not too much. But he's he's up the mark. His weight's pretty solid and consistent, and he's, he's a happy guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, when was this race sort of on his radar? Was it after that win at Rose Hill in December when you won the midway? Uh, yeah, we sort of, I mean, we thought he'd sort of progress. And as I said, I don't think he's had much luck lately with Gates and that. We sort of, we didn't know whether, we sort of thinking that he might be a bit overqualified for it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, after that, we sort of thought, well, we may as well have a, have a go this way. Even though he's been up a, a while, even if he, um, if he does a ride on Thursday, he'll probably have a little freshen up. Yeah, get ready for the final. Okay. Uh, the Squeddy Boom going around today at Warwick Farm? Yeah, good. You know, she's Oaksbound. So, you know, we, we gave her that two two runs in the autumn and the second run we thought was great. And she, she, um, she went super, actually. Yeah. And, you know, she she probably needed a break going into that run and she, she went around and did well and she had a good break and with a view towards the Oaks. I mean, it's just the one in Oaks, so... She gets going today. It's a bit short for her, obviously. Um, yeah. So she's so she's thrown towards mum again. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a different. She's slightly different to Lasetti Spirit. She's probably got a little bit more turn of foot. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, maybe not as robust, more more a racy sort of filly. But you know, she in, in her first trial this time in, she was she seemed to be a bit down. We said, okay, well let's just pursue the Oaks preparation. You know, see how she goes. So, so that's where you're going to try and go with her. Yeah, well, she goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll build her up 1200, and she only had the one trial. So I think today's been probably a little bit short for her. I mean, she only had two runs over seven furlongs last time in. So yeah. she runs over 12 today. We're just going to just ride her a bit cold and watch her hit the line. Isn't it amazing? You know, like a spirit. Imagine that, like a spirit of boom in an, in an oaks. But but it just, yeah, well, it just shows you, like you you just can't predict anything. Yeah. Well. You know, I mean, no, you can't predict anything. I mean, yeah, no, you do, like, they defy their breeding all the time. I mean, you know, my sister was by Benito. He was a Pythelon horse. Yeah. So. Well, you don't yeah. know, like, you know, your elbow here, arm there, it just, just shows you, like, uh, so. And, and with um, with this horse, so if this is the plan, will it just be a matter of finding a, uh, you know, finding her grade and just continuing to step up and trip? That's the plan, obviously. Yeah, well, there's a lot we don't know at the moment. We don't know if she's going to run a mile and a half. I mean, we'll just sort of aim it towards the binary, and, and that'll be, uh, you know, so third base, if you like, and, and if we can get there, um, and then we'll, you know, we'll consider it. But, I mean, she might not get beyond a mile. She might not get beyond a mile and a quarter. So, yeah. you know, haven't, we didn't really test her out last prep. Well, it's exciting, mate. Uh, and good luck tomorrow with Byron uh, down there at Kembla Grange. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Yeah, it's going to be a good day down there. Yeah, it's, um, it's a good concept, that's for sure. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on, Lee. Thanks, Doug.
Lee Curtis this morning on uh, Racing HQ as we look at the uh, provincial midway qualifier. We're going to continue on. Richard Litt is now joining us because, of course, uh, we've got this uh, runner going around for Richard who unfortunately lost Chad Schofield last time out. G'day, Richard. Hello, how are you? Now, the correct pronunciation of this horse, is it Essone? Mm, it's no. on, I think. It's on. <laughs> it's See, on. I was trying to be, you know, more flamboyant than I needed to be, mate. Um, uh, the but what happened at Canterbury? Um, did she just sort of decide, no, I don't want to do this today? Yeah, I, I'm not too sure. I think Chad jumped off her. He must have seen a hundred dollar note there on the ground, and <laughs> being South African, he jumped off and grabbed it. Hundred percent, mate. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't just a, a twenty. <laughs> no, exactly. But no, look, unfortunately, the the gear slipped, which um, can happen a little bit on her. She's a very lightly yeah. framed filly, and and the saddle slipped back, and she thought she was at the radio, so she put a couple of good bucks in, but. She trialled well the other day, never put a foot wrong, and um, we'll, we'll get it right tomorrow. Um, so that trial was obviously just a little tiny, just, you know, get her around, make sure she's all sorted. And, and obviously she took no ill effect from that uh, that buck jumping. She probably, she probably had a ball, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. She uh, had a good gallop that day anyway. It saved me doing a piece of work with her before she trialled, and, yeah, we just let her go around nicely. Um, in her barrier trial, Robbie said she trialled excellent and, um, you know, she's pulled up well from that. We haven't done a lot with her throughout the week, which is always good because she's lightly framed and, you know, she'll be ready to rumble tomorrow. Okay. Um, and then, obviously, have you got other horses you'd like to target for this particular series? Not really. Okay. Um, a lot of them are getting a little bit long in the tooth and you've got to have horses that are under the 20 starts. So um, some of my old horses, they've had about 60 starts that could be eligible for this race. So... She's the one at the moment. All right. Uh, we're chatting with Richard Litt uh, this morning. Um, Richard, just having a look at your nominations, um, obviously for various races over the next couple of days. Um, very interesting run you've got in at uh, Canberra. I'm very keen to hear your thoughts on this Decimus. Uh, Robbie Dolan rides. It's 1,000 metres. and uh, We haven't seen it since Nowra when we're sort of back in the ruck and just sort of having a poke around. Um are you ready to roll on uh, on Friday with this horse? Yeah, a- absolutely. We've given him plenty of time. Um, mm. He's a really nice Dundee colt. He's actually a full brother to Tarves, who's going around in the skyline on Saturday, who looks like he's got a lot of ability. Um, and he's an interesting runner. We give him two trials. He's nice and fit. You know, whether the 1,000 metre might be a tiny bit too mm. short, I probably would have liked 1,100, but... He shows a lot of speed at home, so, um, you know, he's a a nice horse. Yeah, he is. He's very interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how he comes back, and, you know, he's now a gelding, which is uh, very good as well, so he'll have his mind on the job. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing him go around. I think it's... it's We were just chatting then with with Lee Curtis. Like, here's um, here's a horse that's, you know, by Dundeal, and we've seen the Dundeals be, you know, slow maturing, some slow maturing types, but wanting to get out and ground. And here's, her, here's a bloke who's got speed, you know? Yeah, well, Castle Vecchio, he was mm. a two-year-old Group 1 winner. He won a Millennium, so he's by Dundeal. And I think they're precocious enough, you know. Tarves is by Dundeal. He won a two-year-old race the other day. They always show, you know, a fair amount of ability with Dundeal. So, you know, he throws all sorts, stayers, sprinters, everything, which I think is great in Australia. What's happening with Tarves, mate? He's running on Saturday in the skyline. Okay, so he's confirmed and he's locked in. Now, I'd scroll through and have a look at those. Uh, where's he drawing? He's drawing 11 yeah, in the skyline. Difficult. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Anyway, he'll get back and he'll be hitting the line anyway. You know, it's not um, 
his absolute grand final, just sort of see where he shapes up to them. But Robbie will have to work a bit of magic from that barrier. How does he stack up uh, with other two-year-olds you've had, Tavs? Well, he's one out of the box. Um, you know, he he oodles ability and uh, sort of caught me a little bit by surprise. We've given plenty of time and... Um, you know, I never really thought we'd get him to the races. There was no pressure on him. And, you know, he comes through his trials good so that we'll give him a little run. And he sort of he annihilated them down in Canberra. So, you know, he, he if he steps up again and if he's improved a length or so, he, he's going to be a pretty nice two-year-old, you know, or early three-year-old anyway. Yeah, he, he did. And they ran 57.85 that day on a bit of a shifty track too. Um, so... Getting him to, to Ramwick, I think, will be, you know, he'll he'll absolutely love that. Profondo in the Liverpool City Cup. Great to see Profondo back at the races. He had a nice trial with Chad on board. Yeah, absolutely. He trialled wonderful. He's just having that one trial, obviously. He's come through it really well. He's, you know, down in grade. Um, he's drawn well. Chad's on 1,300, um, you know, focusing a little bit more on the, on the short courses, this prep, and... Very happy with how he's come back. The only thing, we don't want any more rain. We'd love to see him, you know, right on top of the ground. He definitely doesn't like getting his toe in. So anything probably worse than a soft six, soft seven, he'll probably be pulled out and we'll wait another week. All right. Lancaster Bomber as well on the weekend? Yeah, old war horse. He's going as good as he can. He ran great the other night. and You know, he just he can pop up. He loves Randwick. Good jockey. So um, he'll be thereabouts. He's going very well at home. And uh, great to see you got Brad Willer riding Noble on Friday at Canberra. Yeah, Noble, he's going um, He's going good. He possibly may run tomorrow at Bathurst in the first race. Okay. Looks a very, very winnable race for him, but also there down in Canberra. He, um, he finds himself in two nice races there. I've got to, you know, got to pull the right rein. I'm not sure where to go yet, so I have to sit down and have a look because he's in three winnable races and I, I can't afford to make a mistake there. So... But he's going very good. And the last one I want to ask you about is um, Atuno, the Autumn Sun cult you bought and you have. Um, raced at Warwick Farm behind Tom Kitten on the eight. I thought it was a pretty good run. He's obviously a, a, a cult that's going to learn and get better as he gets older. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely oodles potential. He's not overly big, but he's got a huge heart. Tough little customer. Um, he, he runs... Obviously, tomorrow, still haven't got a jockey yet, so need someone to put their hand up there. But um, he um, he's definitely going well enough to give them a very, very good shake. And, um, you know, he, he's improved a lot since we sort of started him out in the races, and he keeps improving. So, you know, I'm interested to see how he goes tomorrow. Sounds like uh, someone needs to get on the phone and ring you straight away. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, hopefully. All right. Thanks for coming on, Richard. Good luck tomorrow as well uh, with that runner in the Provincial Midway Championship. Thank you. Thanks.